you know the movie Psycho? Yeah. Okay, that shower scene. One of my faves. Right. One of my least faves. Because now You've every time... you Psycho? Yes, I have. Jojo, was it before the 1960s? I've seen it. Because Fair. it was before 1960s, okay? Anything 70s and I was actually up. born in 1959. No, it's true. I look good for my age. You do. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Hear Me Out. Today's guest, I have none other than Jojo Manassi. Jojo is a New York City-based actor, director, and choreographer. He has been involved in the art scene since he was a little boy and is so grateful to have a career in something that he is so passionate about. When he's not performing, he works 9 to 5 as the social media manager for the Argyle Theater in Babylon Village. Jojo is a proud Gemini, coffee connoisseur, sushi enthusiast, and can recite every word of The Grinch starring Jim Carrey. Ladies and gentlemen, my friend Jojo Manassi. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> How are you? You're in my apartment. I know. This is so it's exciting. so nice. Thank you. You're an adult. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> For anyone who is following along, I am officially moved in to my new apartment. Jojo is one of the first guests here and experiencing it live. And I'm obsessed with it. I hope you are too. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. This is the <laughs> nicest apartment I've ever seen. Oh. Thank you. I'm sure it's very expensive, though. (laughs) (laughs) Today's drink of the episode is called the Moonlight Mule. Ooh, Ooh, spooky. (laughs) (laughs) And what you're going to do to make this drink at home so you can drink along with us is you're going to do two ounces of vodka, half an ounce of fresh lime juice, four to six ounces of ginger beer, and a lime wedge for garnish. Cheers. We actually did make this. Oh, did you hear that? I hope so. <laughs> Sip. D- divine. So I think I'm tapping into my bartending era a little bit. I agree. You've come a long way. Thank you. Gone are the days of you <laughs> ordering a Malibu bakeries yeah. at the bar. No more. No more. No more. No more tummy aches? No. I'm a mule ghoul. <gasps> <laughs> mule ghoul? <laughs> I'm a mule girl at heart. Oh my God, I have like four sips. I love a mule. I love the cup. <laughs> yeah, I know. And look at this little lime wedge. For those of you at home listening, you mm. need to get the copper cup. Otherwise, oh, yeah. you're not drinking a Moscow Mule. Mm-hmm. I hate when you go to a bar and you have a mo- you order a Moscow Mule and they give it to you in a glass cup. Yeah, me too. I actually think it tastes worse. It does. Right? I they agree. obviously know what they're doing. No, I know. They give it to you in this for a reason. No, I agree. I've had, this was horrible, a Moscow Mule in like a water glass one time at a restaurant. Ugh. It was horrible. Like a pint glass? Yeah. Like, yes, Ugh. exactly, actually. Ew. So bad. Where were you? I'm sure some pub. I have no oh. idea. It's <laughs> so bad. Um, so they taste better in the actual copper mug. I live for the aesthetic. Yeah. The lime wheel. Yep. Thank Come you. on. Thank you. You snapped. Thank you. Okay, so now let's rate it on a scale of 1 to 10. And you can be honest because we're here for honesty. Well, I'm going to say it's a 10 out of 10 for me. Okay, I didn't want to toot my own horn, but I agree. Like... <laughs> I already love a mule. Like, they're one of my favorite, like, go-to drinks when I go out. Mm-hmm. But, like, this one's real good. Oh, thank you. No, I think it is, like, kind of really it's good. good. It's, like, sweet, but it's also, like, a little spicy. I know. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. What did I do? Ooh. You absolutely ate. Mm. So, today's episode is more on the spookier side. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like you were the perfect guest to yeah. have for this. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for <laughs> understanding my brand. Yeah, of course. Of course. So... We're going to walk through a story 
and we'll have little pit stops in the middle to ask questions about what would you do if you were in this situation. Maybe I'll give my input as to what I would do. We'll compare, we'll contrast, we'll go on tangents. That's what we're here for. Okay. Okay, perfect. (laughs) I can't wait because I genuinely feel like my answers and your answers are going to be so wildly contrasting. Yeah. I mean, that would be great. That's like good content right there. Correct. (laughs) Okay, here we go. It's midnight and you find yourself alone in your dimly lit apartment. The silence hangs heavy in the air, broken only by the occasional creaks and groans of the old building. Settling into your cozy couch with a good book and your favorite drink, a chill creeps up your spine when you hear it, faint but unmistakable footsteps echoing through the hallway outside of your apartment. What is your initial instinct? I genuinely think this has happened to me before where I'm like sitting and I'm, I hear something like when I'm alone and my mom, my mom and dad used to like leave me home alone all the time when I was younger. Yeah. And like, if I heard one noise, it could be literally anything. Yeah. I immediately get that. Like my stomach like flips Mm -hmm. and like I break out into like a sweat. Right. And I start to panic. Yeah. And so my first initial reaction is go to the door and make sure it's locked Oh. Go to the windows, make sure they're locked. Oh, so you spring into action. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, okay. No, you're actually, we're polar opposite. <laughs> I'm like under the covers. <laughs> what? So the, the killer can Wait. come in and just find you? <laughs> Wait, okay. You finished your thought. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, and, and I would, I always did that because we had multiple locks on our doors. We have a front door and a back door, so I okay. would always lock those. Um, in my apartment, I only have one door, which is right. great. However, yeah. my bedroom does not have a lock. Why? I don't know. Oh, the, that's weird. The terrace apartments, yeah. don't sue me, um, <laughs> don't have locks on the bedroom doors for some reason. But when I moved in, I was like, should I get a doorknob with a lock? Wait, we don't have a lock either. Look at that. Okay, you have like a crystal <gasps> ball. No, I know. I have a crystal ball. <laughs> and a key from like the 1400. <laughs> no, wait, yeah, this door does not lock either. Okay, so we're okay. both screwed. <laughs> This is like worst case scenario. Yeah, though. yeah. Okay, I feel like in terms of if I were in that position, I do feel like, first of all, because I feel like I've been in it before. Like you said, like you hear something, you're alone. I feel like I freeze. Like everything about me just freezes. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I'm trying to listen and pinpoint what it could be or where it's coming from. Okay. But I feel like everything get tight and I just freeze. Yeah. And, like, maybe I would approach the door to make sure, like you said, everything is locked. But I'm, like, tiptoeing. I am crawling. I am quiet. I am petrified. See, I think I run because I want to get there as fast as possible. Because any second you wait, that killer is coming in. And, like, I love that we're assuming it's a killer. (laughs) First of all, we just heard it was just, like, footsteps. And we assume he's a murderer. It could be Grandpa Joe. Yeah. And we hope it is. We hope it is. <laughs> that would be preferred. <laughs> okay, let's keep going. Your heartbeat quickens and you sit frozen, holding your breath. The footsteps continue. They seem to draw closer, then recede. You cautiously set down your drink, the ice cubes clinking in the glass as you strain to listen. Okay, first of all, I feel like that's exactly what I said I would have done. Like, right. frozen. Not breathing. Right. Listening. Meanwhile, I'm already like <laughs> down the block and around the corner. 
Okay, so you're hearing these faint footsteps appear and disappear. What or who do you think it is? The killer. Yeah. Like, my my unfortunately very toxic overthinking brain goes to worst case scenario immediately. Mm-hmm. No matter what. Like, yeah. if I'm on a subway and, like, a man comes in with, like, a weird bag and, like, leaves it on the floor and just, like innocently forgets his bag on the subway i immediately think that there's like something crazy going to happen but like why do i feel like we're like conditioned to think that way because murica <laughs> <laughs> like a fear-based society also marianne my mom for those that don't know was like the queen of making me panic about things that like didn't need to be oh. and still to this day like I live in the city now. Like, she will text me and be like, I need to see your location. I need to know where you're going at all times. Be careful when you're on the subway. Don't touch anything. Like, there's fentanyl, like, leaking out of people's bags on the subway. I'm like, Mom, like, relax. (laughs) Or she's just looking out for her son. That's fair and definitely true. But I have that, like, mentality of, like, it is worst case scenario, like, of no matter what. So, like, if I hear that footstep, like, I'm I'm all of a sudden assuming it's going to be someone that is going to either murder me or kidnap me and take me away. I would think it's, like, an intruder. And I think it's because my mom watches way too much Dateline. Yes. Like, every new episode, she's like, Danielle, I'm like, Mom, save it. Please. 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 When you were growing up, did you ever, like, watch TV late at night with your parents and you hear, it's 10 o'clock. Do you know where your children are? The scariest thing ever. Oh and that was when I knew. I was like, all right, it's time for bed. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, I no. don't want to know any of that. Oh, absolutely not. No, like, no. I don't want to hear about any of the kids that were abducted. No, it's horrible. Yeah, so I would also think it's an intruder of yeah. some sort. Before thinking it's like a family member yeah. coming in late at night who has a key. But right. maybe, yeah, no. All right. In this eerie situation unfolding, your mind races through possibilities. Is it just the settling of the old building, or is there an intruder lurking in the darkness? Your imagination, fueled by late-night horror stories and suspenseful movies, conjures images of shadowy figures lurking just beyond the reach of the lamplight. First of all, I... I feel like we're predicting everything this is saying before it says it. We're like, oh yeah, TV inspired our horror nightmares. Like, everything we're saying is right before this. Hey, that's how you know it's a good podcast. Oh, thank you. Okay, so my question for you. Have you ever felt like this after watching a scary movie late at night? Thinking you hear or see things as you get ready for bed? Oh, every time. Yeah. And horror is probably my favorite genre of movie. Not not I. I know. You like singing in the rain. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's my favorite movie. I know. <laughs> um, but I I love horror movies. I love that feeling of like being scared. And I actually, so when I was younger, I, I hated them because I, I had such bad nightmares. Like I used to like go do like, sl- like sleep analysis things mm. because I was, I would like wake up in the middle of the night screaming. I slept on the floor of my parents' bedroom when I was a kid oh because I was so scared of like, everything Mm -hmm. and I always had nightmares and I didn't know how to react to them I had a therapist once normalized therapy it's great Um, who told me that if you have like anxiety or depression or like anything like that things like horror movies actually increase your serotonin level because you get so scared in that moment that it's like it's like almost like an initial rush of like adrenaline to your body so it kind of like 
it hits you and in the moment you're scared and then like you you get that like release like if you go on a roller coaster and right. you scream on the roller coaster and then you leave and you're like laughing yeah it's the oh, same oh my gosh like chemical reaction in your yeah. brain so i think that's interesting but there's one specific memory that i have where i went to go see this is not even a horror movie but <laughs> i went to go see harry potter wait i don't know if this is appropriate for the podcast we'll see you can cut it out if it's okay. bad but i went to go see harry potter in the chamber of secrets for my friend filippo's birthday we were in like second grade the have you seen that no no of course i'm not surprised no um, fun fact about me if it's popular and like a famous movie well-known iconic i haven't seen it danielle seen has seen singing nothing in the rain. <laughs> so, danielle has seen one movie and it's singing in the rain um but there's in that movie spoilers if you haven't seen it but the fans will understand there's like a big snake called the basilisk that like lives in like the depths of hogwarts and it was so scary in the movie and i was like kid i was in like second or third yeah. grade i was like really really freaked out by that snake i went home and the it was it the way you got down to the depths of hogwarts was like through the toilets and the bathroom and stuff what and like the world? snake could like come up through the pipes like through the toilet and oh, everything that's good. so for like five days i would not go to the bathroom <gasps> because i was afraid that the snake was going to get me and i I had to turn all of the lights on in my house to, like, even go to the bathroom. Oh, this is trauma. This trauma. isn't even, like, oh, I'm scared. This is trauma. No, I know. So, like you, I also have a movie that sticks out. And I think it was kind of traumatizing as well because it happened in third grade. And the fact that I can remember it this vividly is, like, a little alarming. Did you ever see the movie The Witches? Yes. Okay. I watched that in third grade. Oh, my god. And for whatever reason... I, I think it was like a girl getting trapped in a painting. Do you remember that Yeah. Part? Anyway, I just remember like that this girl getting like trapped in a painting in this movie, The Witches, and it was like horrifying. Like she was like frozen and like it was just like scary and scarring. I went home that night and I had a painting of a ballerina looking in a mirror and I was scarred like I remember like not being able to like sleep on my left side because that's the side the painting was on and I actively had to like sleep on my right to not look at it anyway little things like that so like yes I fully get scared from movies and tv right before bed and I'm also like super prone to nightmares too maybe yeah. that's why we bond so well definitely <laughs> but I pick things up way too easily and like I think deeply internalize them mm -hmm. and that's where a lot of my like well not anxiety I would say like stressors and just like nightmares come from like thinking that what I see in movies or TV could like happen to me yes and I also f like I love like I said horror is like my favorite genre of movie but I the movies like it where it's like an evil like yeah. clown thing that's like a monster or like like any of the conjuring movies and stuff like that where it's like a demon those don't scare me the same way that like a murderer movie scares oh. me like i love those like things jump out and like i get scared and i like let out a little shriek or something yeah but the the like serial killer no. movies no. like or like criminal minds that mm -hmm. tv show destroy me in like such a like intense way yeah like to the point, like, I will start thinking that this is going to happen to me. For example, I remember people being, like, super scared of Stranger Things. Yeah. And that, to me, was, like, so not scary because I was, like, it's a CGI, like, 
dinosaur monster <laughs> that looked like a flower <laughs> <laughs> like that looked like a flower and people were like genuinely scared and i was like wow like that actually doesn't scare me at all yep the movies that are like what's his name that that netflix series that came out like fred uh, oh my god the one with zach efron oh Jeffrey. ted bundy yes ted bundy yeah okay that is scary scares the hell out of me well you know they did the Jeffrey Dahmer Wait, one that's the other with one. um yeah uh Evan Peters. I actually didn't watch that because I'm I'm too me scared. neither. Oh, good. Me and Sydney watched the first episode of it. She was covering my eyes while we were watching it, and then like she looked at me and she was like, "I think like we need to turn this off." Yeah, and I was like, "Yes." I think those are like not even scary; they're disturbing. Disturbing, and that's what like I I don't gel with that at all. And because like the human race is messed up, like. <laughs> Yeah. These people are out there doing stuff like this for real. No, I know. Like, That's why I'm petrified of we're, them. Like, an evil clown is not, like, yeah. a demon, like, coming exactly. to, like, take your children away. Exactly. Well, well I mean, mm. you never know. But <laughs> <laughs> See, this is anything could happen. <laughs> Except for the Stranger Things monster. Right. It's not happening. No one's getting sucked away into a parallel universe. Not scary. I wish, honestly. I... <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continuing. Building up your courage, you rise from the couch, the floor creaking under you. You tiptoe toward the hallway, your senses on high alert. The footsteps persist, leading you deeper into the darkness of your home. The glow of the moonlight filtering through the curtains casts eerie shadows on the walls. Would you do this? And if so, what is your plan? So now you're heading like towards like, okay, I think you would because off the bat, you're like, I'm going to the door. Right. <laughs> um, so would you like do this or find the lowest point in your apartment and crawl under there <laughs> see i feel like like your approach is the like ignorance is bliss kind of thing you're oh, like yeah. if i can't see it it can't see me and yep. like it's gonna be fine like i want to know if i like i would rather go to the curtain and like open it and there be a man in a mask standing there and i know that that's about to happen to me okay. than me hiding there and just waiting for the inevitability of him coming in and yeah but isn't your reaction time then like so like if you whip open the curtain and like you see him like you're not armed you, you're right in front of him like what do you do and armed i mean like with like a razor or like a pot like whatever you have in the house like a pot. <laughs> yeah like i think of like okay if i'm in the kitchen i'm grabbing like a frying pan or something so true i'm gonna go rapunzel on their ass <laughs> And you know, if you're hiding, you can like see him walk around and then be like, okay, I, this is what I got to do. Like, I'm going to position myself. Like, you, you have more time. Yeah. Well, I guess like if I didn't know where he was coming from, maybe I could say, yes, I would hide. But like, you know, in like slasher films, probably not, but no. if. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're like, they'll be like hiding in like the drapes yeah okay classic like a classic <laughs> like horror movie like hiding spot if i like s had any thought of maybe that person could be in there there's no shot i'm going towards that i'm gonna go somewhere yeah. else like away from it <laughs> right and like i guess there's the whole point of like something we didn't speak about in the beginning is like what was the first thing you would do the first thing you should do is call 911 oh, let's be honest let's talk about that that's important just call 911 don't be a hero call 911 like this isn't the 90s anymore your no. landline is not the only phone they're not going to be able to cut your phone line correct like use your cell phone call for help call 911 okay perfect i'm glad you put that in there back to what you were saying for example if i had no idea where they were but i knew that they were close to me mm -hmm. Ooh. 
I feel like I would have to <laughs> at least try to fight. I know. Because, like, let's be honest. Like, I'm a small guy. <laughs> if I run away and they're close to me. Right. You're They're going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to put up your best fight, which I'm also down for. Fight. Like, that. that's a good idea. I don't know why, but actually, I do know why. You know the movie Psycho? Yeah. Okay, that shower scene? One of my faves. Right. One of my least faves. Because now... You've seen time, Psycho? Yes, I have. Jojo, was it before the 1960s? I've seen it. Because Fair. it was... <laughs> 1960s, okay? Anything 70s Danielle was actually born in 1959. No, it's true. I look good for my age. You do. <laughs> What's your secret? Lotion. Estee Lauder. <laughs> this mule. That's mm. my secret. Let's cheers. I'm all stunned with my I know. We have to, like, watch our goals. Anyway, every time I shower, and not every time, maybe when I first saw it, I was like, oh, well, like... That would suck because, like, you're naked and vulnerable. And now I kind of always have a razor in my hand just in just case. case. You never know. Well, if I go to the bathroom at all and my shower curtain is closed, mm-hmm. I will open it. While you shower? No. Oh, oh. If I am in oh, oh. the bathroom, like, brushing my teeth or, yes, like... you open it? That's I have so to funny. because you never know. <laughs> Why do we think people are just going to be standing in our shower <laughs> while we brush our teeth on a Tuesday morning? <laughs> You can never be too prepared. You cannot. And it's that's, true. That's that on that. I was a Boy Scout. <laughs> Our motto is be prepared. <laughs> they didn't say for what. <laughs> you can tie knots and kill murderers. <laughs> and I will. As you reach the hallway, the footsteps abruptly cease. You stand there in a pool of uncertainty. The silence is deafening. Even the apartment seems to hold its breath. How do you feel right now in this moment? Like, you know that saying, like, your heart is in, like, in your ass? Yes. That. <laughs> Can I say that on here? Yeah, it's fine. Like, I'll put the explicit symbol. Perfect. <laughs> and I said before, I was like, I'd probably fight that guy. But let's be honest. I'm getting up close and personal to that guy. I don't stand a chance. Like, isn't that the sad part? Because, like, in our brains... We all want to be like that guy who's like, you know what? No, I'll fight him. Like, I'll defeat him and, like, save myself. And, like, honestly, I feel like none of us could. In the moment? <laughs> right, like, in the I'll moment. I'll be like, well. <laughs> right. Well, this is funny. This is what me and my sister and my brother always say. And maybe this is, like, super dark. But, like, I don't know why we always come back to this at some point. But we're like, okay, if a tiger is chasing us... <laughs> We're not fighting the tiger. No. We don't have a chance. So we say, like, you know what? In, instead of, like, running away and making our death that much more painful, like, we're just going to lay down. Right. And, like... Accept it. Ex- basically. And we're, like, always on the same page with that. We're like, yeah, no, like, we're, we're just... We're laying down and, like, the sweet release of death. Like, I don't... Right. Like, that's all you can do. It's a tiger. Right. <laughs> In the midst of the suspense, your mind flickers with possibilities. Is it a trick of your imagination? Perhaps a neighbor's footsteps echoing through the shared hallway? Or something more supernatural, like a presence that defies any rational explanation? Your curiosity gets the better of you, and you decide to explore further. You move cautiously towards the source of the sound, your every step echoing in its stillness. The atmosphere is thick with tension, and questions linger in the air. Is it a specter from the past, a lost soul seeking solace in the quiet of the night? At this point, what are you hoping it is? You know what? 
honestly, I would rather it be a ghost. Yeah. I, I'll say it right now. Like, I don't believe in ghosts. And then I'll be possessed by something tomorrow <laughs> <Yeah>. morning. <laughs> I would rather it be that than a bloodthirsty murderer. I mean, agreed. Fully agree. So I guess I would hope. I mean, that's like, that's worst case scenario. Like, yeah. best case scenario, I'd be like, yeah, I hope it's Owen coming home yeah. from a late night out with the boys. As you turn the corner into the living room, the shadows seem to dance, playing tricks on your eyes. The footsteps, however, are gone, leaving behind an inexplicable sense of mystery. You stand alone in the silence, thinking about the situation that has unfolded. Nothing is there. So now, how are you? <laughs> how are you feeling now? You know, this has happened to me so many times that I know exactly how I'd be. I would just laugh and be like, "Huh, silly boy." <laughs> like, yeah. there you are. Your th- intrusive thoughts get the better of you yet again. Yeah. So now, are you relieved? Yeah. I think so. Like, how could yeah. you not be? How could you not be? Someone's like, "Damn it! I wish there was." I wish there. there was a murderer. <laughs> Honestly, take me I out. I would have shown him. I've seen enough. <laughs> Oh my god, I love when people take their glasses off and they're like, I've seen enough. (laughs) It's so funny to me. And I feel that. You take a deep breath and shake off the unease that clings to you. You return to your couch, the echoes of the mysterious footsteps fading into the back of your imagination. As you take another cautious sip of your drink, you wonder if some mysteries are better left unsolved. And if the night holds secrets that are meant to remain in the realm of the unknown. The end. Okay, so last call. How would you feel if this happened to you? Okay, let's take it. Let's cheers and down it. Oh, it wasn't bad. <laughs> we had the same reaction and we were like, oh. oh. <laughs> that actually wasn't that bad. Is that growth? Are we Call growing it growth. up? It's important that you guys know that famously Danielle and I during COVID <laughs> did a FaceTime happy hour. <laughs> And we have a video where we'll insert the video on social media. Oh, yeah, for sure. Where we took a shot and we thought we were being so cool. And the reactions that we both had was like one for the books. Rough. Organic, but rough. Rough. Last call, last question. How would you feel if this happened to you? I, it's funny because like we were saying like I'd be relieved, but at the same time I'd be like... (sighs) Why does that have to happen? Like, why can't I just have, like, a night of peace <laughs> at home with a cocktail and just, like, sit and reading a book? Like, why Why can that not happen yeah. to me? This is why I don't read, people. Because <laughs> you always have to be on high alert. Because you know what? If the TV's blaring, I won't even hear it. <laughs> the killer will come in and I won't even freaking know. You're like, make yourself at home, man. This is my one day off. <laughs> I'm watching Shit's Creek. Come on in. Yeah. yeah, no, I have to say, I think... I would probably feel like a little stressed out and be like, you know what? I didn't really need that in my night. Um, However, I am relieved it's nothing. So I'm going to head back to my couch with my Moscow mule and like call it a night. Like what what point of the evening is it that you're just like, I should just go to bed at this point. Yeah, probably then. Like (laughs) this has been traumatic. Yeah, like I'm good. I've had enough (laughs) today. Wait, so were you expecting or almost hoped the story, like, took a turn of, like, oh my gosh, there was someone there? Or were you expecting it to be like, oh, it was just in your imagination? I don't know what I was expecting. I can't say that I was hoping that it would take right. a turn for the worst, because I never want to think of myself <laughs> being in a situation right, where you said. the killer was in my house. The way it was written, it was almost written like, 
if an if Edgar Allan Poe like wrote a yes. tale of my life oh. where it's like full of anxiety, <laughs> but then like nothing really happens. <laughs> also, I feel like the cicada just hit me a little bit too. Everything got a little like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the shot, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the shot. That's why we do last call here on Hear Me I, Out. <gasps> okay, stop it! I loved that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Cut print, moving on. Check the gate. <laughs> Check the gate. Okay, I have a memory of that real quick. Tell it. Chronicles of Narnia. I watched behind the scenes because I loved that movie. I, like, Googled them on YouTube. I loved the Chronicles and of Narnia. I, like, had a huge crush on, what's his name? The second to the boy. The second to youngest boy. Oh, man. This the one that, the white, the, like, yes. ice queen yes. one takes. <laughs> Edmund. Yes. Ew! <laughs> Edmund! The Peter was no, the hot one. No, screw that guy. I liked Edmund. You're so Lucy-coded. Re- really? Yeah. Yeah, Susan was nasty. No, she yeah. was like a witch. She really should have been the witch. She was the villain. <laughs> no, like, you, like, I can picture you, like, stumbling through a wardrobe and, like, finding, like, a goat man in the middle of the woods. <laughs> when I was obsessed with that movie, when I was, like, far too old... I was having like a rough day and I went into, I opened the door to my closet in my house and I like pushed the jackets apart from each other and I was like, damn, damn it. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, how did you know I was going to Because I that? can't lie and say that I also have not done that before. <laughs> Wait, I was praying. There was a secret wardrobe behind my closet in West Islip and I was like, please take me there. <laughs> I'll still open closets and hope for the best. I'll do it right now. Imagine. <laughs> I was going to say, imagine it was in Astoria all along. Uh, and I was just opening you know the what? wrong closet. If it was to be anywhere, it would be Astoria. You're right. Can you open them for a second? <laughs> Come on, pull pull it apart. Move the closet. Oh, oh. Damn it. My wrap-up question. If you could only have one alcoholic drink for the rest of your life, what would it be and why? A moonlight mule. <gasps> no way. <laughs> it was so good. I'm so glad and like you liked honestly, it. like the reason I I say that like I love a Negroni, right? Yeah. Like that's my drink like a lot of the time if I go out, but I don't go to every bar and get a Negroni because people mess them up real bad and also you know how they say don't mix alcohols yes, which, which i think we, we just did, did. <laughs> <laughs> but like gin and vodka are made from the same thing like gin is just dis- is like distilled vodka with like botanicals in it oh so like pretty so like it is and like it sometimes you taste it and you're like Ugh, but sometimes you taste vodka and you're like Ugh. yeah no, so like fair. it's the same thing i think it has a bad reputation right just like gemini's but once you try it, you're like, okay. Oh it's my not god! So bad. Wait, what bad rap do Gemini's get? That we're like two faced and like. Oh well, that's because there's like two of you. Yeah. And zodiac sign or something, right? Aren't you like two cats? Or did I make? <laughs> <laughs> They're like twin women. <laughs> two cats. <laughs> Whoa! Now you're I don't... thinking of Lady in the Tram. <laughs> great movie. Great movie. Great because film, it was great film. before the seventies. Anyway, go ahead. Correct. <laughs> Well, 
that's all I have for you today. Jojo, thank you so much for coming to Astoria and indulging me with this conversation. I think it was the perfect drink, the perfect story for you as my guest. And I had a ball and I can't wait to eat the 10 pounds of sushi we're about to have at the conclusion of this episode. Oh yeah, I'm about to be in a food coma. Yeah, yeah. But thank you so much for having me. This was a dream. Oh my gosh, of course. Did you have fun? I did. I had the best time. Okay, good. Everyone listen to Hear Me Out, or else (laughs) (laughs) the killer will get you. (laughs) There you go. You heard it here, folks, from JoJo. Don't get murdered and listen to Hear Me Out. We'll be back next week with another episode. Bye. Bye.